Holy Spirit is definitely speaking this morning. And what he's stirring is, even as what we just sang, evil uh, may, uh, we might want to change that, evil may put up its strongest fight. We might want to change that and say evil is putting up its strongest fight. The book of Revelation warns us that in the last days that the enemy would put on a greater fight against the bride of Christ, the people of God. That that would happen. And I think we're seeing that happen. I think we're seeing more than what we even maybe recognize. And that's what's stirring in my heart this morning is, uh, as was said, uh, both from <coughs> Patricia and Amelia and Lauren and just the songs that we've been singing, that uh, there's, there's some here this morning that need to kind of really tune your ear back in. I, I, I want to remind us, and, and I'm saying this because I, I really believe it's the heart of the Holy Spirit trying to break through us this morning. receive everything that we want and need from God. How many would agree with that? But we've got to ask for it. We've got to believe for it. And, and as it was seen, there's this bag of faith that God is just so willing, so ready to just give to you. But I, I felt like the Lord reminded me that uh, there were five, there were ten virgins the Bible says that five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. And he never uses these words lightly. The Bible also teaches that there's two out in the field and they were standing next to each other. Maybe like we stand next to each other. And it said all of a sudden one was taken and what happened to the other one? It was left. And I, I, I believe that what the Holy Spirit is wanting to say to some this morning, you need to get your yes in gear. You need to get your yes in gear. You can no longer just settle back and continue as you're going. Because you may not realize it. You may not realize it. I could barely see you before, but now you're gone. So I guess I could say whatever I want to say. Because I can't see gnashing teeth. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, we're, we're kind of, yeah, thank you. We're kind of uh, in a place now, in a season where the enemy has been slowly uh, cranking up the heat on where we're at. And, and it's so slow that we don't maybe sometimes recognize it. You think you're doing okay. But in fact, if you're not pressing forward, if you're not pushing in, if you're not entering his presence and, and enjoying yourself with him on a consistent basis, then you're actually sliding back. There's not a neutral ground for us to stand on. I hope you realize that. That's why it talks so much about the mountain of the Lord. The mountain, we go up to the mountain of the Lord. You don't, if you stop your pursuit of him, if you stop your yes, then you're going to do what? You're going to roll back. 
And see, we don't notice that sometimes. We just think it's normal. You know why we think it's normal? Because we live in a culture that is so, has gotten so bad that we can feel good about ourselves easier. If I don't have, and this, this, is, this is it, if I don't have a yes, if I don't have a press, then that's setting me up to become very religious to where I can just do what I want to do. Keep failing, keep sinning, keep doing the things that I want to do and begin to not feel bad about it because I can then box myself into a, a religious setting. But God is calling his people to a much higher place than where we're at right now. How many could agree with that? Because the need's there. The need is there. The, the, the magnetic pull and the conformity of the world is closing in like never before. And we've been watching it and we've been complaining about it and we've been maybe voting against it and we've done all these things and what is happening with it, it just keeps closing in, doesn't it? And we keep getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And God is saying, no, 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 no. You have forgotten of the power and the authority that I speak about in my word. You forgot that with God, all things are possible. You've learned to live with where you're at. And you've kind of allowed yourselves to just lull, be lulled into this place where, again, you've lost your zeal. Christianity is not exciting to you. It's just, it, it's good. <laughs> but how many know that good is still the best enemy of great That's right. and, and, and God has been wooing his people in I believe over this past year uh, I've seen it happening he's calling his people in he's trying to reel us in because he has seen that we've fallen asleep and we've fallen short of the glory of God you realize when we come into this room here and there's nothing sacred about this building but there's everything sacred about you and as much as we put into our worship is exactly what God gives back. As much as you put into your worship is exactly what he will give back. In other words, he's waiting, he's calling, he's knocking on the door of the heart of his people. And he's pulling us into him because he sees the danger ahead. He knows what you're going to face. And he wants to equip you to do what? To overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. But if you've lost your word of testimony, if you're no longer uh, agreeing with heaven and you're no longer uh, uh, standing and joining in faith in heaven and, 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 and even some of these songs that we sang today, you know, uh, do it in us, Lord. Can I ask you a question? Were you making that personal today? 
was it pulling you in a little closer? Did it, did it maybe calibrate your compass a little bit more to where you were now all of a sudden focusing on the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the one who created you and everything in this universe? Did it pull you in or were you able to be distracted? And as Amelia said, has unbelief settled in? Now, I know none of us would ever, ever want to admit that. But even the disciples came to Jesus and said, God, we believe, but you've got to help us with what? Our unbelief. And I, I, I just want to say that um, God's calling you this morning. He's calling me this morning. He's pulling me in closer out of his deep passion and love for us. And if we have anything less than a passion and love for him, that's where we should be concerned. Amen? That's where we should, wow, I just, you know, just... Uh, you know, I, Christianity, I have, yes, I'm a Christian. I have the box. I have the stamp. I'm born again. But you know something? Just being born again is not what God's after. As we said last week, you know, the, the prayer, uh, Lord, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, wasn't meant to be a prayer as much as it was meant to be a mission that he has us on. And, and God is stirring us this morning to, uh, to wake up, I think. I think he's stirring us to wake up. And if somebody's here and you have not accepted Christ in your heart, he's called you to that already. If you're here and you're, you're lukewarm, you don't have a passion or you've lost your passion, he's calling you this morning. He's, he's saying, come on, I love you. Don't, don't, don't follow me that far away because that's where the wolves are. But follow me close. And he's just kind of calling us into this greater place than we've ever been in the history of the world. Because he's about to do something that's greater than anything that's ever been seen in the history of the world. I believe he wants to do something greater every year in the history of the world. And he wants to do it in us and through us. Now, if you could pull up the lights just a little bit, then I can see everybody. If anybody's still here, okay, you're here still good. <laughs> Thought maybe I lost y'all. But I, I hope you were beginning to hear something from the Holy Spirit this morning. And again, all I can say and, and, and try to say it in the nicest way possible is that you should have. You should have felt something. And if you didn't, then God's here to meet with you today. If I don't and I continue to not, then I will slowly, as I mentioned last week, like a, in a boat fishing, I'm going to drift downstream and I'm going to find myself way down here way down here and maybe unable to get back 
we kind of lost sight of the fact that that's how tricky and mean the devil is. is he wants to do what? He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But God said, you know, I don't want that to happen to you. I want to come give you abundant life. I want you to have the life that I created for you to have. I want you to have the kind of life that you can really have where at? Right here on earth. The only thing that's stopping us from having the life that he has on earth is ourself. We are the revival that we are waiting for. And man, I can't tell you how much I hear the Spirit just calling people's hearts this morning. And, and, and it's almost like there's an awakening to say, as, as was sung, yes, I, I, some of you need to shout yes. You need to shout yes. You see yourself drifting away but you don't even know what to do about it and you can't even do anything about it, but you kind of quite don't think that you can't do anything about it because we are made so amazing that sometimes we just think we can do anything, can't we? We just think we're so great that nothing's going to impact me. But God's saying, no, that's the deception of the last day is the darkness that's going to cover the earth, and if I don't have the glory of God coming in, I will find myself in this setting of deception and not even know it. The Bible says the Lord will be a light unto me. He'll be a light to my pathway. And why is he saying that? Because he recognized the darkness of the day that you and I would be living in. Remember, you're here for the exact day and time that you live in. And it's not only to have the light for yourself, but it's also to, to be light, right? So sort of be light. Let's be light. Because there's a world out there that can't see anything. It, it's, I think the scripture says that they grope around in darkness and have no means of getting out. And it's time for you and I to get this maybe fresh burden for the world. Because <laughs> they got so much less than what you have if you're born again. You've got a candle inside of you, the Bible says, called your spirit that's been made alive. But people don't have that. But God is calling us back. I hear it so strongly this morning. He's, he's calling us back. And he's saying, don't walk so far away from me, but get back close again. You've been entangled in things and you can't seem to quite get out of them and you keep thinking you're going to get out of them or you keep thinking that maybe they're not as bad as I think they are but I'm here to tell you this morning by the spirit of the Lord that it's much worse than what you can see because he comes as this angel of light to bring deception and to, to, to trap you and the Bible says that he sets a snare up for you. And I think the burden of the Lord is coming out to us this morning. He's concerned about you. He's concerned about where you're at. He's concerned about what you can see and maybe what you can't see. He's concerned about what we know and what we don't know.
And I remind us this morning that we serve an awesome God and we serve a loving God and we serve a holy God. Man, His presence is here this morning. I think just to tell us how much He loves us and to pull us back where we should be. chapter 14 and verse 16. Let me just read this to you if you have your Bible or whatever you can pull it open. But it's just Jesus just talking to the disciples. and He said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments and I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper so you may that, that may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So the spirit of God is here to give us a helper. And, and that's what one of the titles of the Holy Spirit is, is he's a helper. Why would he be called a helper if we didn't need one? He would have sent them as something else. But he says, no, there's a need for a helper. And it's the Spirit of God. And if you jump over then to John chapter 16. And, and down to verse 13. It says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come. So there's the Spirit of truth to help me to be guarded against the lie or the, the deception or the deceiver if uh, when when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come and 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 I'm, I'm thinking of this 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 whole heart of God trying to break through people's hearts and minds and get back to us even as believers we've maybe rejected the voice of God so many times that now we're not hearing it and we're kind of just in a place where we're just not hearing God at all we're just not and, and again if I can just say this if you're not hearing God then you have fallen into that religious slot that we would maybe make fun of or point at people that are. But you've fallen there. If you have lost the ability to hear his voice and to connect with him in a real way, because he came to us in a body form as a person, he left, but then he came back again in the body form of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's a person. That's 
important for you to realize he's a person. We're not just, you know, we're not waving to the atmosphere. We're connecting to and relating to a person called the Holy Spirit in Scripture, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, whom we see from the very beginning of time, from the very start of the universe, what we see is the involvement of God the Father, <coughs> Jesus the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and, and when you look at the book of Genesis chapter 1, talks about the earth being without form and void and what happens well god steps up and then god says he the spirit hovered over the world and then the word was spoken and it created it and then we step to the next step and we see that there's three people in the scripture that are predominant in the old testament it would be abraham isaac and jacob we're all familiar with all three of them. We could probably all say what they were noted for. Abraham would be what? The father, right? He'd be the father. Isaac would be what? The son, remember? His father was going to take him up to sacrifice him. To do what? To give us a type and a shadow and a picture of Jesus when he was going to come and go the whole way for your salvation. So we have the father, then we have the son, and then we have uh, Jacob. And who does Jacob represent? He represents the Holy Spirit. Remember, he, he was a deceiver and a supplanter and one of those kind of guys that was always just doing his own thing and trying to bluff God. And, you know, he kind of, he was, he was in relationship with God because of his heritage, but he was just bluffing it out and he was a deceiver and he let that continue to rule his life until what happened? One day... He has a Holy Spirit encounter, and God literally opens the heavens, and this was the Jacob's ladder. He sees the whole thing beginning to happen. He sees the Spirit of God with the ability to move. So we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. See, we have the, we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit living in us. But yet, sometimes we can live as if that's not the case. But Jesus himself told us I'm going to go to the Father because it's better for this to happen. Why? So that the Holy Spirit can come and live inside of you. And he's going to lead you and he's going to guide you. And he's going to show you things to come. And he is going to do some amazing things in and through your life. But you got to allow it. you got to allow it. you got to say yes. And if you're not saying yes then my guess is, and I'm just going to guess here because, <clears throat> because I don't have your phones. I'm just going to say yes, that if you're not saying yes, then you're probably drifting away. How many have found themselves drifting at times? <laughs> Come on, we're in church. You really got to tell the truth here. <laughs> we all have. I have. See, but maybe if you didn't raise your hand today, either you were just afraid to or didn't think I was really asking you to, or, or you don't realize that you've drifted. Why? Because I come to church every Sunday. I have my Bible reading. I do it every day. My phone reminds me. But there's not the encounters 
with the Holy Spirit as a person that he wants you to have with him. And so I, I, this is what I even feel this morning. That's what he's saying. We, we need to start saying yes. Mark 4.24 says, to the measure that I give out always determines the measure that I get back. So if I give nothing to God but a little few minutes, all I'm going to get back is a few minutes. But not by his choice, by my choice, because he made you the way he made you. He gave you a will to make some decisions. And, and I feel like this morning is almost all about God just saying, I need to, to reel some people back in. We're facing some very challenging days. Why wait any longer to get back right with God? And again, I can't remember the last time I even thought about the 10 wise versions. Five wise, five foolish. They were all hanging around each other. They were probably all at church that morning together. Come on, this is a reality. But all of a sudden, it was time to be ready, and five of them, it says they weren't. And what did the five that weren't ready lack? Does anybody know what they lacked? They lacked the oil, didn't they? What is the oil in the scripture? Isn't it the Holy Spirit? It's absolutely the Holy Spirit. So it didn't say they weren't saved. I don't know that condition, but it said they didn't have the anointing or the oil of God. And the door opened and then the door closed again. And, and we sometimes just have to read some of the scriptures and get a little afraid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to be a little bit more fearful sometimes. I can kind of get too lazy about some of this stuff. Yeah, God's a loving God, but don't forget, we'd say it too. He's also a just God. He's just, just and right is he. And, and, and so I, I, I believe this morning he's really just trying to pull us back in. Uh, and I'd rather not miss those kind of moments. My little notes can hang on. But what is the Holy Spirit saying to you these days? You know, my guess would be that he, he has been knocking on the door of your heart and trying to get your attention a little bit more, you know? And he's just, get closer. You're a little bit far away from me. Don't forget the wolves out there. Don't forget Satan is out to steal, kill, and destroy that's his mo he's still doing that and i, I just I, I some of us just need to hear that <laughs> because you're playing on the wrong side of the line and that's what will get you all of a sudden snared remember david even said it in a psalm you know my he recognized it my soul escaped as a bird out of what? The snare of the fowler. See, I believe the devil is absolutely the roaring lion. A roaring lion is just simply what they would say in the jungle is a lion that's gotten so old that it's lost all of its teeth, and so it has to roar to scare the enemy away. 
as to deceive them. And that's what he's come to do to us. He has no power over your life. He has no power over your life. But you got to say, yes, 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 Lord. I say, yes, Lord. Come on, let's say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord. Convict me to the depth and the core of my being. I don't want to be snared by the snare of the fowler. I don't want to be <clears throat> drifting down the river. I don't want to be far from you. I want to be close to you. I want to... I want to, to dwell. When David said this, he, he meant it. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's what I want it to be. And he wanted that to be a passion, not a law, but a passion. So I wonder this morning if maybe uh, <clears throat> we can respond to the Lord. your head for a moment please I, I just just close your eyes for a second let the, the Holy Spirit minister right now you know he's here in total love he's not here in condemnation remember he doesn't do that but he's here in love to say you know if you would just say yes I, I would do it all for you I would be like the father when the prodigal son finally turned around and said yes I'll run to you I'll put the robe on you. I'll put the ring back on your finger. I'll come back and touch your heart and your life and your mind like you would never have understood or known. I'll, I'll blow away the confusion. I'll blow away the pain. I'll blow away the attack of the enemy. I'll blow away the, 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 the snare that he has set for your life. I'll open up the door of your uh, of your uh, life fresh again. You won't walk around aimlessly. You won't be lost. You won't be confused. You won't be, uh, you won't be in a place that you don't understand anymore. You won't be in a place of just a lack of love and zeal and life, you know, just, just a lack of life, you know. There's just a, it's just hard to even muster your joy back up. And that's what David said. Lord, restore the joy of my salvation. It was missing. And he said, what else did he say? He said, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right spirit within me. We're going to just sing a song and just take a few minutes to just Allow the Holy Spirit just to speak to you this morning for a few more minutes and then we'll wrap it up with some prayer. Yes, yes. If the Lord's speaking to you this morning about anything, you know, um, one of my points this morning was going to be that we learn to respond in obedience to the Lord quickly sometimes. Thing is free. It's not a. It's not a. You got to do anything about it. A matter of fact.
fact, it's just it almost could be as simple as standing up to receive it and let him just download it into your system right now. I mean, that's how God is. He, he, he says he'll do it. He just needs us to be more yes. So if that's you this morning, I want you to stand. Maybe you've even been believing for a healing and, 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 and because that's part of that yes too. Is God wants to touch us. He wants to bring his body up to speed with where we've seen it be in the past and, and where we've seen it be and, and do something in a major way. So if that's you, even this morning, would you stand to your feet or maybe you've never really let Christ come in and be your Lord, you need to be standing to your feet for sure. And let's allow the Holy Spirit right now to minister. Anybody else? Just anybody else? And if you're not standing, that means you are still so zealous for the Lord that it shows you. Your joy is out coming out of you. You're not ashamed of the gospel. You're doing well. I mean, you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're telling people about Jesus because he's so good. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having the zeal of the Lord consume you like Jesus did. He had the zeal consuming him. He could not keep quiet. He could not share about this love that the Father has for him. And it was opportunities abounded because he was yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you for responding to the Lord this morning. I believe he sees this. And I agree with you in prayer. And if you're at home and, and you're standing, we're, I'm with you on this. This prayer is covering you too. You, you know further than the rest of us here. Uh, so let's pray. Let's pray a, a dynamic prayer of the Holy Spirit that he's going he's gonna to answer and show us uh, that he is greater. Stronger than all of your foe and all of your enemy, and maybe anything that you've tried to overcome up to this point, but you just haven't been able to, he's going to help you overcome that. He's going to help you break away from that snare. So, Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would stir in our hearts the very thing that we've st we're standing for this morning is God is for more of your power to break forth inside of us because you said that you would put the dunamis inside of each one of us, the power of your Holy Spirit to do the work that it was sent to do and that was to lead us, to guide us, to touch us, to heal us, Lord, to direct us, to help us to see things to come and help us to, Lord, to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, all things, we refuse to let anything be a snare to us. But God, today we release it into your hands and we take from that basket or that bag of faith that you showed us over this room this morning and we put it inside of us. We say yes to it. We say yes to it, Lord. Yes, I can overcome. Yes, you're greater than that which is around me. Thank you, Lord. We just receive it this morning. And I believe it's going to be received with revelation. It's going to be received with revelation this morning. And you're going to see some things, as the word Spirit says, that you've not seen before. And you're going to overcome. We do, we receive that gift of faith, not just for healing, but for healing for a minute here. 
the gifts of faith for healing. Holy Spirit, that you would teach us and you would tutor us and you would train us and lead us and bring us solid in that. Unwavering solid in that. Yes, yes, yes. There's other gifts of faith. There's gifts of faith for um, strategies to fix things in our culture. So Lord, those are big giants to us sometimes. Big giants. Things that are wrong in our society. And Lord, we ask that gifts of faith would just be dropped in our hearts and spirit that yes. solutions would come. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. That you would give right now in our minds and spirits strategies to fix the things that are wrong and that are not kingdom-minded, that are against freedom and yes. liberty, yes, yes. that are against your ways, that are against your principles of life, against your principles of health and prosperity for your people and for those that you love. Certain ones would just have those strategies dropped in their mind even now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're lead and guide and teach gifts of faith for that giant or giants. Thank you, God. In the relationship realm, Lord God, that there would be gifts of faith that would be dropped in our heart and spirit to, yes. to go into the issues of the heart and relationship right now. And if, right now, if you have relationship difficulty, I just, I just say yield right now yield and lord i ask for divine connections and divine networks for them that they would have not just a healing in their heart but we re we ask for healing in their heart but then furthermore networks of who they can talk to who they can come with who they can receive greater more instruction for the issues of the heart and, rela and relationships thank you holy spirit that you would do that in our minds and spirits right now Thank you, God. Receive it. Receive it. Don't think that from this moment on you have to have all the answers. What he's giving you is seed, seeds. Yeah. yeah. He's giving you thoughts. This is how he talks to us. He talks to us in, in thoughts. Capture it. Capture it. Water it. Bring it again. Can't tell you how many times I capture a thought, put it in a journal, and don't look at it again for another seven days. And what he wants us to do is capture the thoughts and write it down and bring it up again later on tonight as you go to sleep. Ask him for, hey, water that thought in me as I go to sleep. Bring it up to him again tomorrow morning before you go into a, a, a routine of something. Bring that thought up again. Holy Spirit, water that thought for me. Water that. Make it come to pass. Can you receive that? That's good. That's good. Can you pull the lights up just a little bit? I'm amazed at how much, how God can speak to each person. And I, I hope you tuned in to what he was trying to say to you. Uh, I felt today that if you remember when Elisha was up on the mountain, remember he said, hey, I think there's, there's going to be, I prayed for the rain to come and it's going to come. And he sent his servant and said, go see if you can see the cloud. And remember the servant came back and didn't see it. And so he prayed a little bit more and he sent him back again and said, go look again. 
And he came back a little frustrated probably and said, well, all I see now is just a cloud really small. It's not going to produce what you think it should produce. He said, well, then go back again. I felt like the Lord showed me a picture this morning of his church. It's the little cloud right now, but it's coming and it's going to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's going to be everything that he said it would be and nothing short of that. And what he said was this, I will build my church, which is people, and the gates of hell are not going to prevail against it. In other words, they're going to begin to be pushed back. And they're going to be pushed back, and everything Jesus did was for somebody else, and that's what he wants his church to do. Let's do it for somebody else. Come on, let's do it for the world's sake. He loves you, and he loves the world. He loves you, and he loves the world. He loves you, and he loves the world. And, 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 and I think it's just for us to realize that, you know, uh, we just got to know that. Because, uh, man, it just brings something to you. Did you have something? Uh, Pam, you want to give her the microphone, please? I just felt like the Lord was saying, when we were singing that song, I'm ready, I'm ready. And I felt like the Lord said, are you? To me. And if he's saying it to me, he's probably saying it to the church. Are you? And then he said, ready yourself. Now that's something different for each one of us. Ready yourself. But it means getting in the word, knowing his word, readying ourselves. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what's coming in this church. We don't know what's coming in our community. We don't know what's coming. The days look dark, actually. But, but I have great hope that the Lord is going to prevail. But we do need to be readying ourselves. So that's the word. And then that when we were singing um, the, the, the final word, the the, cross is the, is, the cross is the final word, the word truth dropped in me. And what is truth? This is truth. And, and Jesus, this is the word, and Jesus is the word. So it's all, it's all about being in the word and having a relationship with the Lord. And being ready. If we're ready, you have nothing to fear. I mean, like he said, the darkness is going to cover the earth, but the light is going to shine. And how many realize light always puts out darkness? Amen. Come on. It's awesome. Well, listen, uh, that's awesome. God's so good. Amen. Um, I hope you write a few things down. I hope you take a few notes on what the Holy Spirit was saying to you and what I think he's going to begin to say to you this week. Uh, he's not done here. He's just begun. And he's, he's, he's ready to, uh, to lead you further than where you're at. And I think that's totally awesome and totally exciting. Uh, love each one of you. Uh, have a totally awesome, fruitful week. Go be a light. Go be salt. Go make a difference in somebody's life. Go love on somebody. Go reach out to somebody. Go make a difference out there. Amen? Amen. I'm kicking you out to go make a difference. God bless you. Have an awesome week.